All right, today on the show, we got Chicago, we've got riots, we've got, what else we got? We're going to talk. MGK, we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, a, a, luxur- a luxurious purchase. <laughs> <laughs> All that and much, much more today on Band, the Made of Real Life, Ms. Adventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. And of course, Walter White is fucking back. <laughs> look at uh, him, look at his, his head's all wobbly now, dude. Have you broke him? You've been playing with him too much, man. You broke his neck. It's when you got a two-year-old son, this is what happens. You got to be careful, man. He's feeble. He's got cancer. Oh, just snap his neck back into place. That's what he needs. <laughs> It's like those, uh, you remember back in the day in the 90s when we were kids and they'd make wrestling figures that uh, didn't look anything like the wrestlers they were supposed to look like? Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember that. That's a 90s Stone Cold Steve Austin back before he was famous or technology was good enough to make decent action figures. Well, you know what's like, you know what I've been watching here a lot of lately? Like, so as a kid, uh, well, you grew up. You you had the same thing, man. You love wrestling, dude. Like as a as a child, dude, used to watch it all the time. Well, so I've got Peacock now, dude, and I've been going through like watching like some of these old specials, dude. Like I love like I've been watching the NWO, uh, that whole the creation of the NWO, man. It's just cool oh, yeah. to go back and watch the stuff like that, man. Like uh, when I, I get Peacock. Uh, I have a rotating schedule for what I don't pay for all the streaming at once. Right now, I'm paying for HBO Max because I want to finish The Sopranos. I'm kind of in the middle of a watch, a uh, rewatch of that with my girlfriend, and so we're we're watching The Sopranos. That's that's why I've got HBO Max right now. Uh, when that's over with, my next switch will probably be in January. Because uh, I watch wrestling from January to April, and then wrestling goes away like football season for me. So I'll start with Royal Rumble. I get Peacock back and get the Rumble. But like I only watch the pay per views, and when I have Peacock, I watch very little wrestling on the WWE Network. It's always people, and even Becky says, "Do you really like wrestling, or do you just like to watch people talk about wrestling?" Because Every time I come home, you're sitting here, and it's wrestling on the screen, but it's never wrestling on. It's just people talking about it. <laughs> and I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know what I like more, watching wrestling or watching other people talk about wrestling. But I do see where you're coming from. Those documentaries can be really, really good, even those well, Stone Cold interviews. Well, dude, speaking of like wrestling, okay, so uh, all right, South Park, okay? like You remember oh, the South Park episode um so like they WTF, were, they, yeah. They all got into wrestling, but then when they all started wrestling, they're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, what is this, dude? Like, we this is not wrestling. And then they get on the microphone, and start talking smack. They're like, "Yeah, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> and then the gym teacher has real like high school wrestling on his phone, and is like, "Sir, you take your gay porn and get out of my bar." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I love South Park, dude. That that crack that stuff cracks me up, dude. Like, oh, so, all right. Right now, what would you say is possibly the worst movie that you have ever seen? 
the whole con- the concept and everything in the movie is just whack from the beginning. Okay, like what is the worst movie you, that you would say? Oh man, that's hard because see, I love shitty movies. Like I love it when a movie is so bad that it loops around into good. And so I can say either Troll Two or Plan Nine from Outer Space does that loop where it's so bad it loops back around into very good and watchable just because of how awful it is. What I hate though is boring movies like anything on Lifetime, Hallmark, oh yeah, Channel. Um, so to that, that's that's my answer. If it's ever aired on the Hallmark Channel, I probably hate it, especially around Christmas. All right, I'm going to describe this movie to you, okay? It is going to be so freaking bad, and I want to see. I want to know if you have seen this movie, okay? Oh, so, okay, so you start off with the shark, okay? And this shark bites off this guy's arm, okay? The guy ends up dying, and then the mother is so distraught by it, she she moves across the United States, to, I think, to Maine. She got, leaves from Florida, goes all the way to Maine. Well, this shark is communicating with her telepathically and follows her. <laughs> well, I've heard of this. This shark follows her all the way up to Maine. And then she has some kind of bond with the shark. Her husband used to fight this shark all the time. It's Moby Dick, but with a shark. Okay, it's Jaws the Revenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's you, pretty bad. Have, have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. All right, dude, I'm dead serious, dude. Like, this is, all right, so from the first two Jaws movies, it's the, I forgot what the guy's name was. It's the main guy. Uh, anyway, it's his wife that's taking a lead here. He's dead in this movie. And uh, and so this shark is out for visions against her family, and it's only targeting her family. So, what the hell was that, bro? Uh, that's my, my uh, ringtone. I'm just turning it off real quick. There we go. Yeah, dude, I don't know, dude, that's like possibly like, to me, the worst movie I have ever seen or I've ever even heard made, dude, like. Okay, so why wouldn't you just, uh, okay, if the shark is following you, uh, I don't know, move to Tennessee, end of story, move to Chicago, there's there's literally 90% of the United States that you can move to, and there's no shark, why would you move to another fucking sea state right by the coast of the sea that the shark is living in. Well, my question is, for the direct, for whoever came up with the concept of this movie, okay, I it's understand, stupid. I understand Jaws has a draw, whatever, you know what I mean? People want to see the shark, all right, whatever, dude. But this storytelling in this movie is so bad. There's nothing enjoyable about it. Even the actors in this movie. Do- Who directed it? Was it Spielberg? No, dude, no. This okay, is like- then here's what happened. They had a shark movie that they were making. They were like, wow, this is a piece of shit. Nobody's ever going to pay to see this. How can we sell tickets? Let's slap the name Jaws 3 on it. No, well, it, no, it's actually Jaws 4. Jaws oh, 3, sorry, Jaws 4. Jaws 3 was, it was probably just, it's just as bad, honestly, dude. Jaws 3 is, it has, it's the 3D one where the shark looks so fake coming to him. You're just like... All right, bro, this is this is bad, and then uh, and, and you can't get worse than Jaws three. Hold my beer, let's get you guys for it. Yeah, let, 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 I don't know, dude. I was just thinking about Jaws, and I'm like, man, this is a this is a pretty garbage movie, man. It's it like the first two. 
I like the first two movies. I saw the first one. That's all I've ever seen. My great grandmother, uh, she was alive. She passed away in the early two thousands. I think uh, 2005 or 2006, I think, is about when she passed away. And she, before she got, fell in bad health and stuff like that, I'd go see her a lot. And we'd watch a lot of movies and stuff together. And I showed her Jaws thinking she was going to make me turn it off in like the first 10 minutes. And uh, she was into that whole movie. She loved that movie. And I wasn't expecting, she's a sweet old church lady, stereotype of a southern grandma, and uh, you'd never think that she would have enjoyed Jaws 3, because I, I was picking on her is what I was doing, but you know, turned out she really loved the movie, so we watched the whole thing all the way, and she, she even said at the end, she was like, I think that might be the best one you've showed me. Because I never show her a dirty movie or anything like that. She's my grandma. But sometimes I show her something a little crazy or goofy. Uh, Batman or something like that that I knew she was going to All right, dislike. well, let me ask you this. What's the weirdest movie you've ever seen? I don't know. Probably one of those fucking movies you made me watch. I don't know. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's what I was hoping for. That was what I was hoping for. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I've learned a long time ago. That if Rick Dunsford recommends a movie and and then is so gung-ho about it that he invites you over for a movie night just to watch this movie, you need to read a synopsis before you show up. Oh, 100% do. Like, uh, I'll, I'm obsessed with finding like the movies that push the limits, okay? But not obsessed with it, with watching it, but obsessed with making people like you watch it. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you. I think the worst one you've probably showed me is the one where they're stuck on a fucking ski lift the whole goddamn movie where it's just gross for the sake of being gross and there's really nothing going on. Oh, Frozen? It, that, it was called yeah. Frozen. It's actually called Frozen. It's before the Disney Frozen came out. But it's, we watched that a couple of times, man. That was a... Yeah, the, now Wolf Boring Weiss. fucking movie. <laughs> like, that's what it was. Well, what about the Ginger Dead, man? You're... You remember that one? I, okay, so you never showed me the Ginger Dead Man. I know that. You're the one that told me about that one. <laughs> that one was me. <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. You're the one that told me about that one. And I went and watched it. <laughs> dude, I watched that movie, and I'm like, wow. Wow. Is this, a, this is horrible, man. This is like... Dude, I think they were at a. I think this gingerbread man was at a skating rink at one point, dude. Like, yes, the one where he killed, where they, where he brings in, where they bring in Hitler and uh, Lizzie Borden and all that shit at a time machine. I'm like, what is this, man? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing about how bad the human centipede is after watching this. <laughs> the fucking ginger dead man. Yeah, I made a lot of people watch that. Dude, that's a that that'd be a good watch along with. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do some more movies in the future. Our last one was kind of a clusterfuck because we were more when we did the Spinal Tap two watch along. I think we were more excited about hanging out than yeah. we were to actually watch this fucking movie. But you know, I think we we got an okay episode out of it. Um, speaking of which, we need to do some uh, business here and let everybody know that this is going to be. Technically speaking, the season two finale of Band. 
because the holiday season's coming up, we got a lot of things going on on both of our ends, and time is just not there. Uh, we were lucky to get the time today to sit down and make a new episode so we could close out the season. We were originally going to do uh, Minerva Part 2, but we're going to save that for Season 3. And, we keep pushing uh, that one off, but it's like we the timing has got to be right for that one. You know what I mean? We got yes. to and because uh, I don't want to just do that one and just throw something together. That one is like such a great story. It's such a complex story that it just needs to be done right. Yes. We need to be able to sit down for an indefinite amount of time and tell that story and take as long as we need to tell the entire story because it is that good. It's that damn good, guys. It I is mean. that damn good. So, And you... And, I'm talking about feuds, everything, man. Like celebrity feuds too. That's what was great about it. It's just, but we are going to also officially announce here. We were talking about season two. This episode may be the last episode. However, um, we have decided that we're expanding into season three. Turns out there are more stories to tell that uh, we haven't told on here before. And, uh, yes, with the discovery of Rick found his Kiss lunchbox, and if you're watching on uh, Patreon, you get to see that very nice collector's item, probably worth a thousand bucks, and he just don't know it. And show him what's inside. As yeah. you can see, this thing is literally filled to the brim with concert ticket stubs. Well, yeah, it's not even just concert ticket stubs, dude. I've got, like, uh, wristbands. From different shows. I don't even... Hold on. Is this... Oh, uh, this says Creed. I got a Creed wristband, dude. Welcome to Creed. Oh. Uh, I've got hundreds upon hundreds of tickets, dude. Like, hundreds of tickets in here, dude. Like, it's just a ridiculous amount. Um, and I've even got original movie ticket stubs in here from uh, the original Jurassic Park, Signs. I've got wow. shit in here that's like 30 years old. I've got uh, autograph cards... Like, whenever, dude, being a kid, dude, I used to just go, uh, I didn't know what to get bands to sign. Uh, so I just brought index cards and I wrote on huh. the back, Papa Roach. That's from oh, that's I, cool. when I went bowling with them. But yeah, dude, it's just kind of a, I've got a lot of cool stuff in here that it would be a, I figured, you know, I mean, this would be a, a lot of cool stories out here. Look, two Rick and two blood, Eric Singer. You know who that oh, is? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, from Kiss. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he the guy that plays, um, Ace Freely now? No, he plays Peter Chris. Oh, he plays Peter Chris. Okay, my bad. I always get I always get those two mixed up. Well, but dude, but Peter Chris is not really that great of a drummer, dude. Like <laughs> I know, but he's the original. Yeah, and Ace is not. I mean, when I see when I see Kiss and I see the Spaceman, I don't think of who the fuck ever. I think of Ace Freely. Yeah, that's true. When I see the Cat Man, I don't think of Eric Singer. I think of Peter Chris. Peter Criscola? I, I think that's, that's his real last name, was uh, Peter Criscola or something like that. Yeah, I, 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 used, I used to be obsessed with Kiss. I used to remember, like, I, I used to know so much about him, dude. Now it's just like... Yeah. Uh, well, they're on their farewell tour, but it looks like it's been extended into 2022. Yeah, dude, because... they, were on a, they were on their farewell tour 21 years ago, dude. I've got multiple ticket stubs from... The farewell tour from 21 years ago. So. 
I mean, would, whatever. <laughs> what would you do? Would you go? Would you try to go see GNR again if they did a farewell tour? Uh, I mean, it just depends. Like, because we're getting close to a Motley Crew level here, dude. As far as like embarrassing, yeah, and uh, I mean, like. It's kind of to the point now, man. Like, I miss the Chidem days. Like the yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, man. It's just, you know, I remember we used to talk about how bad they sounded. Uh, well, people used to talk about how bad they sounded then, but now, like, dude, this 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 no level bad right now, and it's just. <laughs> well, I mean, <clears throat> I mean I, it just depends, dude. Like, if uh. I mean, what 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 is an intake? Am I gonna get my ass kicked at the show? <laughs> oh no! No, you know I did. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm just saying, like, what is an intake, man? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, it would have to be a. Uh, it would probably have to be in my backyard, probably like near. It have to be within an hour, and it would have to be. There had to be some improvements and uh, some originality coming into this. But, you know, like, uh, but that one show in Florida, I think me and you were talking about it off air. I'm personally be more, I'd want to go to that show. I'd be more excited about seeing the Foo Fighters. I've never yeah. seen before. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I said I think- if I would go if I could get a good deal on all four days, that then I would go because I definitely want to see Kiss again. Yes, absolutely. I, I'd probably stay home on corn and re- recuperate that day. Maybe go around, see a little bit of Florida, go to the beach. Uh, then, I'm not a corn fan either, dude. I'm, I'm not really crazy about that. <laughs> or sell my ticket to some kid that wants to go for stupid cheap and then use the money to go you know, get drunk in Orlando. And then uh, I would go to GNR. Uh, depending on who the openers are, whether I'm going, because I will go, if I've got the ticket in my hand and I'm in town anyway, I'll go see GNR. Um, and then, yeah, the Foo Fighters on that last day, yeah, definitely I'll be there because I want to get a good spot to see the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I, I will not be in seen. the pit. I will not be in the fucking pit, especially at a festival ever again. Fuck that. Those days are done. My body can't handle it. I tried it louder than life. Um, I almost died at louder than life. And yeah, festivals is not the scene for me, dude. I just it's just miserable, dude. Like I, I like uh, I don't know. I really don't care for outdoor stuff. Well, if it's just like a one or two artists, it'd be fine outdoors. But I don't know, dude. Like that whole uh, festival scene is just. I mean, it's cool and all, you know, to see all these different artists, but I don't know. Like, that one that we went to in 2013 just really turned me off against festivals. San uh, Antonio? Yeah, that just really, that mm-hmm. really killed the festival vibe for me, dude. That was just Yeah, when I passed out. <laughs> dude, it, and people were throwing piss everywhere, dude. Like, Dude, was, I know, man. <laughs> it was disgusting, and I just... No, never why again. why has no festival promoter ever thought to send bottles of water to the front fucking row? Why not have a concession stand out there? Like have someone walk around selling I mean Dude, like I would have paid fucking twenty dollars for a bottle of water at the San Antonio Festival. 
Oh yeah, dude. I would have paid. They could have charged whatever, dude. I would have paid for it because I was yeah. that bad. I mean, water is valuable when you're late, when you're sitting there dying, and even at louder than life. I was in the front row there for a period of time, and I had to fall back because I had to go get water because I was going to pass out again. Like, yeah. I don't understand why nobody that promotes. If you're listening to the show and you're a fucking festival promoter. Sell goddamn water. We didn't stand up here in the heat all day to fucking leave before the band we want to see goes on stage. We're up here for a fucking reason. And it's not because we want to see every shitty goddamn band that you've booked. I didn't give a fuck about Amigo the Devil. I didn't give a fuck about Rage Against or whoever the fuck was up there. (laughs) Dropkick Murphys, I liked. Uh, I didn't give a fuck about Ice Cube. I, 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 I mean, get real. Like, <laughs> Ice Cube, bro. That's, I forgot he played that, man. That is so funny. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's my bitch. Fix oh, oh. the shit. You could make a lot of money and people won't fucking pass out. It's like that goddamn festival that we just had uh, where, like, what, some people died and somebody Astro was trying. Yeah. Dude, that, I mean. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty bizarre, dude. It was. Uh, what? Was, what exactly happened? Because I know you. You're. You're being a festival promoter formerly. Anyway, you're interested in that kind of thing. Do you know exactly what the fuck went wrong? Well, yeah, it was in a. Well, it was an outdoor event, and there was no. Uh, there was no limit on uh, tickets to be sold. You know, so mm. when you look at the uh, crowd and you see how bad everybody's crammed inside these rails because they had a. In a big atmosphere, festival states they had to have walkways in the middle of the crowd, you know, so they could get so ambulances or uh, security could get through to help, you know. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the video footage, you'll see some people are so crammed in there because they oversold the event, oversold it. And Mm -hmm. and instead of the artist, uh, I guess Travis Scott trying to uh, calm the people down, you know, like, okay, so you look back to the live album, uh, uh, live era, okay. And you notice at one point, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Axel stops the show and tells everybody to take a step back because people are getting squished and all that. Something like that would have uh, kind of helped the situation. You know, like uh, people are passing out, people are getting hurt. I, I know that uh, some of the videos I saw that fans were literally cr- climbing the tower telling the, who was running the lights that pe- there's people dead down there. We need to stop the show, you know, and it's just. How would he know? How would the light guy know? No, how would the artist know? Because didn't he stop the show at one point and say, hey, something's going on? He said, hey, someone's passed out. You know, let's help them up. And then, one of the, and then after they got attended to, then let's start it back up. Um, I know that an ambulance was driving through the crowd. And I know that the artist, uh, Travis Scott, uh, there's people on top of the ambulance dancing on top of it. And he was giving a shout out to his boys dancing on top of the ambulance. You know, mm. and, and Live Nation, the promoter, knew what was going on. They knew the whole situation, uh, and Travis Scott continued to play. I believe it was another forty minutes after, you know, after this was mm-hmm. brought to the promoter's attention. So uh, it was just a bad situation to be in, man, for everybody. And and it was just a crowd surge that uh, happened, and there's just uh, overcapacity. And that show should have been stopped. And there was warning signs. Oh, yeah, there was warning signs whenever the gates opened at one o'clock. You could kind of see the crowd was already rowdy already yeah at the very beginning of the day so uh i don't know i think there's like nine deaths now there could be more that's the last i saw but 
That's unfortunate, dude. I hate it though. Uh, it is unfortunate, but it's not something that's ne- that's never happened. Everybody's acting like this has never happened before in the history of music, and that's fucking bullshit. This is it's the kind of thing that it's sad and it's tragic. Don't get me wrong, but it happens all the fucking time. It happened it, in Donington, nineteen eighty-eight, I believe. It happened in nineteen seventy-nine at the Who concert in Cincinnati. Uh, it is, yeah, it's, 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 this won't be the last time, and this this is definitely going to happen again. But it's just. You know they got to figure out how to mediate this better, man. Like have a. I mean, it happened to GNR. That's why they're called the most dangerous band in the world, because motherfuckers kept getting squished at their goddamn shows. And was this pre-book or was this pre-children's book or after the children's book? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're talking about the most dangerous. This must be before the children's book came along. My bad. I'm sorry. This is before. This is before uh, they went Disney. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I wouldn't say the most dangerous band in the world anymore. Definitely not anymore. No. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it is a tragic situation. But, uh, like you said, though, the promoter knew about it 40 minutes before. And why didn't he at least pause the show? Why Why did the promoter not, when because he they, knew about it? I think what the reasoning behind it was, they were afraid of a riot mm. uh, happening. I believe that they they knew the whole situation was jacked up from the beginning. They realized that, wow, there's, you know, we oversold this event. There should have been, there should have been a capacity limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I mean, live nation failed the fans, dude. They failed them completely on that, on that situation. I mean, that and is these true. were, and these were young people, dude. I think the oldest person to die was 27 years old. Damn. I know there's a 10 year old hospitalized at the same time. What kind of fucking parents gonna bring their kids? Thank to you. That's my whole point. What the fuck was a kid that small doing in the pit? <laughs> like I buy a seat ticket. Like, did they not have seat tickets? Was that not an option? No, I think it's just like a uh, big like. It's kind of probably like louder than life was, you know, uh, or like that San Antonio uh, River Fest, whatever it was. Okay, then take your fucking kid and get in the back. Yeah, that's that's what should have happened. I mean, that's a parent's fault right there. I don't blame that one on the promoter. I'm sorry. Like, yes, it's tragic. It's horrifying. uh, But the fucking kid had no business being in it. I guess the promoter couldn't. Well, I don't know. Because he's selling them the ticket. The parent probably bought the fucking ticket. How was he supposed to know? Security might have saw him coming in and be like, whoa, this kid's way too young to be here. Well, dude, like, here's my thing. Okay, so... I've never, uh, I don't take my kids to start shows and all that, especially if it's like, uh, I mean, I kind of shelter my kids a little bit, you know, I don't let them listen to like parental advisory music or anything like that. I mean, they're 11, seven, two, dude. Like I'm not going to take oh, yeah. them to, I'm not going to take them to any kind of show like that, especially like you look at Travis Scott's catalog, dude, that's not something that kids should be listening to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, well, a 10 year old dude, like, so why would you bring, put a kid's put a kid in a situation like that around that kind of environment. I mean, if I come over to your house and I saw your daughter twerking to Cardi fucking B, I would be horrified. Thank you. I would cry. I, yep. prob- I probably would. I'd be like, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, dude. I, I really feel like that. You bringing your kid to a festival like that, that's just bad parenting all around. Yeah. That I don't see no parent of the year award being handed out anytime soon for for those actions, but 
That's just me, dude. I wouldn't bring my kid to something like that ever. I would take them to Disney on ice. That's probably what I would do. But now thank you. Yes, there's plenty of great places to take your kids. Why are you bringing them to a fucking no? <laughs> yeah, dude. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't do it, dude. Like I, I definitely would. Just I just wouldn't do it, man. Dude, like so. So all right. Did you see that? Uh, I think Loudwire posted it. There was a festival in Rockville that just happened. And did you see what happened to that fan at Rockville? Mm-mm. I forgot what the name of the band was, but it was a female singer. She brought this fan on stage, laid him down, dude, squatted over him, and pissed on him. <laughs> was this the female Gigi Allen now? <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd, well, yeah, I'd, dude, I'd be furious. The guy was doing this. Yeah, he, he's sitting there cheering like happy about it. I'm like, bro, no way, man. I would be horrified. I'd, I'd probably punch her, man. Like, no, I wouldn't be. Look, I'm not for hitting women. I am completely against any kind of violence against women. But I'm if squat. I was, you squat, squat on me and piss unexpectedly, then I cannot be held accountable for what I how I react because I don't I'll, know. I'll be get me the baby powder. <laughs> what was that movie? It was some movie they the dude held out his hand. Give me the baby powder. He kept smacking everybody in the face. Oh Jesus! I know what you're what, talking about. Was it How High? I don't was, remember. It was some movie like that, man. It was like, uh, but it was that was like the funniest thing. He was like, he would get worked up. Give me that baby powder. <laughs> oh God, I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, that would be remember. a baby powder moment right there, dude. If I got squatted <laughs> over like that, but. Like, Bertrand, come on, get, give me that. <laughs> get your nasty God. ass. That, that's nasty, bro. That's nasty. And now you're the guy that got peed on that forever. Yeah, man. That's, <laughs> that's not something that you want to have. That's not something to brag about. That's not something you want on your resume. It's going to be on your tombstone now because that's all anybody's going to ever remember about you. That's dude, a, there. You, you there gotta it goes. You got to look it up, dude, because it is not like a – there is like a full-fledged stream. The guy's just so happy about it. You're just like horrified. You're like – Ew, like, Listen, man, I said a long time ago when we were talking about Gigi Allen, I don't think it was you and me, I think it was me and Caputo that we were talking about Gigi Allen for some reason. If I go to a concert and you throw your shit at me, whether it hits me or not, especially in a little tiny club where there's not a lot of security, I'm going to storm the stage and I'm going to whoop your ass. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I never understood. First off, his music was not good. I'm sorry no. for all the Gigi Allen fans out there that's listening and probably pissed off. His music was not good. I probably ended up in this bar because I wanted to go to a bar, not because I wanted to see the shitty singer throw shit all over people. And second off, the motherfucker would have died a hell of a lot sooner than he did if he had threw shit at me because I'd have got up there and fucking killed him probably. Yeah, dude, I'm never. Uh, at one point, dude, like. Uh... I remember I was driving to St. Louis uh, one time, and I was watching these. I was watching this Gigi Allen video. I, I forgot what show he was on. It was some talk show, and I remember watching it just being like, "People are into this. Like, who? Who? Le- I want to know who legitimately is a Gigi Allen fan." I don't understand it either. Like, I mean, like even the Germs. I get the Germs. The Germs had like two good songs, but only two. I mean- That's it. That only. Two- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got a documentary about how great they were for those two songs. I mean, and that's because Pat Smear went on to be in uh, 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 Nirvana, Nirvana. And, and then Foo Fighters. Yeah. 
And if that and hadn't happened, we probably wouldn't know who the fucking germs are. Yeah, but that, that is the, probably the coolest stage name. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. But, you know, well, Darby Crash was on uh, the Decline of Western Civilization documentary. Yep. And so I guess, you know, that helped them. But then there was other bands that were on the Decline of Western Civilization that you never heard of again after the documentary. So I don't know if that helped or not. But I wonder uh, what those bands are now. But the Germs are, last I checked, the Germs were still touring. Really? Um, yeah. They came back after the movie, uh, well, sorry, I said documentary earlier. I meant to say auto, audio, autobiography, whatever. But autobiographical pick. They, uh, the guy that played Darby in the movie took over as the singer and they went on tour again. I don't know if they're still on tour. Um, I know one of them died. I think it was the girl. I don't know. I don't remember. Because I wasn't that interested. I liked the movie, and I thought the movie was really good uh, and really interesting. But uh, past the movie, I really never cared for the germs. So you know, like how um, we, me and you, we always when we're together, crazy, off the wall shit always happens to us, man. Like I don't <laughs> know how it happens, but so let's go. Let's go into Chicago, man. <laughs> okay. Now, before we start this story, I don't want to leave anybody with any illusion as to what we're going to talk about. There's no, going just, to be... We're just straight, straight up talking about hanging out in Chicago. That is it. We're Nothing not going else. to talk about what, what happened at MetLife Stadium because there oh, are gonna, things we're, we're, going on behind the scenes still with that. and We're just going to talk about uh, the Mexican Independence Day. All right. All right. okay so i want to preference this by saying um i was in chicago the night before when it uh when it began and all night long uh becky and i we 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 went out i I got i had like 40 hot dogs while we were in chicago i wanted a hot dog and a pizza that was the only things i required did you get a pizza? Yes. I didn't get Im- one. I, I was one. not impressed. Oh, really? I'm a New York man. I like my New York style pizza. The hot dogs were good, though. But they were- yeah, the hot dog. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, because I got you one, too. Yeah, man. That and, day. Then uh, I went back uh, that later that night. He got me one at that little diner that was across from my hotel, dude. It was, was that? Uh, oh, mine was Devil Dogs is where I got mine from. You know, I remember looking at this hot dog, and I'm thinking, like, what in the is this? Like, what is this on this hot dog? I've never seen a hot dog like this before. The relish, the bright green relish. The peppers. I mean, it was, I mean, whatever the heck they put on it, man. You have to have a level of trust in somebody that hands you that hot dog to try yeah, that Yeah, definitely out. do. It's, it, I mean, I've never had a hot dog like that before, but I've had a, uh, I had probably about six or seven of them for the two days off in Chicago, <laughs> dude. They're pretty good. They're pretty well, good. Mexican Independence Day was this weekend. I don't know what day, but they celebrated it all fucking week. Apparently, um, our first night we get to we're, we 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 get back and we're sitting down and we're eating. At, I think we had pizza the first night, Becky and I, and we start hearing all these horns honking and stuff. And at first we think it's just normal city ambiance. 
and we open up the window and it's just like this massive parade going on. They're waving the flags, they're getting out of the car, dancing around and shit. And just look like they're having a really good time. So we watched all of that go down the first night. Now I was thinking naively that this was a one night event and how cool it is that we got this spot to come see this, this one time and thinking after that it was over. Well, Rick came to town the next day. Yeah. And that's uh, so yeah, so what yeah, you know, so I get into town, dude. I so I came uh I came solo and uh I remember getting into town and then uh I met up with you and Becky. Uh I came didn't I come to you guys' hotel? I think so, yes. Because I came to your hotel the next day. Yeah, so I came to you guys' hotel and then uh I, I Ubered. I Uber everywhere. I will not take no public trans transit. See, I took public transit. I, I, I see you try. You, I don't. I don't trust people, bro. I don't <laughs> trust people, man. I don't. I, no, no, no. I will not get on no public transit. I'm gonna get in my crappy Uber. Uh, there's some Ubers that are nice, but well, how do like, you? How do you? How is that having more trust? A complete stranger's getting you in their personal vehicle. Versus you're getting on a public transit with cameras everywhere and I don't know, dude, shit. I guess it's just like uh big cities. Uh, you know, you, I don't know. It's just, you never see anything good happen on a subway or uh, on a bus, dude. You just never see like a, you always, every time you see like footage from stuff like that, you always see people getting mug and, you know, just nothing ever good happened. You know, and she's that's old. because the only time something interesting happens <laughs> is when something like that goes on. Ninety point ninety nine percent of the time, it's boring. Like you just sit there. It's like being on an airplane. There's nothing going on. Nothing, you just sit there. But my uh, my Uber driver, my first Uber driver, told me, "Yeah, it's uh, told me about. Yeah, it's a pretty dangerous night in the city. You know, there's a there's a lot of uh, gang rivals. There's a lot of deaths." Uh, uh, you know, but you're in a good part of town. You're good. You, you shouldn't have any problems. Uh, yeah, you, know? you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. surely. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm <laughs> definitely sticking to Uber, bro. I'm not getting on no, uh, especially after having a warning like that. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to make it home. To, I, want, I want to get home. <laughs> but so, yeah, man, we get to, uh, I, we get to meeting up. I ate that bomb hot dog you gave me. And then we're like, let's go walk around. Let's go check out the city. Becky wanted to go see a water fountain. That's a nice water fountain, by the way. Yeah. And I need to point out that my girlfriend led us through all the chaos. But first, before we get there, um, from my point of view, we go outside and uh, we're hanging out behind the hotel for undisclosed reasons. Uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, and medicate. Uh, <laughs> yes, I needed to take my medication. And I had to help him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those suppositories uh, suck when you're by yourself. They do, uh, absolutely. <laughs> so we come, we come around, and I'm thinking again. I'm just hearing some city ambience. And we we come around the hotel, because Becky, Becky's outside now, and she's meeting us up front. So we go around the block, and now all hell is broken loose. 
It wasn't like that at first. We were walking pretty straight at first, you know? It was clear. Like, when we first went out there, that this was not happening. It was like somebody flipped a switch and boom, there was the revolution. Yeah, I felt like I didn't know what was happening. It was pretty cool seeing it. But then whenever it was just like your personal space got so got smaller and smaller and smaller to your shoulder to shoulder with people <laughs> walking, you're like, uh, and you see like people on top of their cars waving these flags. You see children riding down the street on cars. I'm like, what? <laughs> on like, the hood of cars. I'm like, well, who, who would let their child on the hood of a car in Chicago? And well, in all fairness, they weren't going more than like one mile an hour when they were moving anyway. Well, again, I might, it might just be me, but I'm not letting my child on a car while it's moving. I'm sorry. That's just no. not me. In Chicago, no, nope. At least let her sit on the sunroof and dangle her legs on the car so if shit goes down, you can just grab her legs and pull her back in. You know? <laughs> See, I'm like that overprotective parent, dude. That's just not going to be like, uh, if there's a risk, I'm not going to do it. They're not going to be. I'm not going to put no kind of risk at all. I'm like, no, what, zero risk when it comes to my kids. Now, with me, I'll risk. If it's me, I, I don't care. I'll risk whatever. You know what I mean? But when I got my children, now I'm I'm being playing it safe. But you know, like walking through here, dude. Like I remember we were like uh, in this parking lot or whatever, this little parking area, and then see all this smoke happening and there's just this car spinning out non-stop dude <laughs> oh yeah non-stop dude the cops just sitting there watching like hell yeah you know you're like what like, <laughs> even the cops are cheering them on like yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like okay <laughs> i thought we were seeing a revolution when it first happened i didn't know what the fuck was going on i thought that somebody because when you, know, you see in these cities somebody gets killed or fucked up by the police there's always these riots and shit like that i was thinking god damn it what the fucking police done this time yeah why that, did that, i that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> why did i have to be in town when they pissed them off I thought, and, I thought like a Hispanic person or something got shot by a cop, and then we we're just sitting, like all this was happening. And we're like, what? But no, it was a uh, like I didn't know though. Like I didn't have the piece of information that we were celebrating and that this was a good thing the first night. So I was a little nervous. Now the second night, I had that piece of information, but I was still fucking terrified because it's not. It's a weird situation to be in. And Becky, my girlfriend, she's running off and leaving us like in the middle of the chaos. We're having to like stay close to her because the only way we can cross the street is that there's a female going and i remember i had my uh cell phone out dude i was like i just put it on like the face front and i was like i'm filming myself walking through this crowd because i'm like man if anything happens to me i'm keeping this on video because this is (laughs) this is crazy man you can't even get across the street and i remember when we made it to the fountain from all the way from one end of the road to the to as far as i could see dude the traffic wasn't moving. And then at the same time, like, our buddy uh, Mason was on his way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mason was coming. Uh, Mason Frost, who you've met on um, other podcasts on here, uh, he he was coming to Chicago. <laughs> and uh, we were supposed to meet up with him that night. Oh, yeah. Remember, we got to the fountain, and then Becky wanted to go cross that eight lanes of traffic that was back-to-back, and I said no, and I pulled... Man, that's, the road the, that, that's the road that was like the traffic wasn't moving and it was like as far as the eye can see dude like i've still got video i've got all these videos still saved and it's just uh well she wanted to keep going past the fountain and i was like get fucking real no <laughs> we're going back to the hotel that's it 
I know, but the next day, dude, across that street, it did look pretty nice. I was like, man, I kind of wish we kind of went over there because it was like a little beach or something. What yeah. was it? Was it the, I don't know. What, what was it? A lake or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't fucking go. Um, big, big ass body of water. But no, dude, fuck that. <laughs> no. In the middle of the night in Chicago, when we could have got mugged any fucking way, I'm not going to go even further and press my luck. No, fuck that. We went to the liquor store. I bought a bottle of something, came back to the hotel, and even that was a goddamn struggle. Getting getting from the... It was almost harder to get from the fountain back to the hotel. Yeah, it really was because at that point, walking to the fountain, we didn't have to go through, like, making our way there, and then it started getting bad until we were almost got there. And then on our way back, it was just full capacity... The yeah, whole I mean, time. Yeah, it was just nonstop. But people were good to the pedestrians. I would say that. Like, yeah. We didn't have to sit and wait on traffic. They were stopping and waving us through, and they were united in that front that we were going to get to cross, and we were saying thank you and everything. And if uh, this would have been in Memphis, if this this if this would have been in Memphis, we would have made it out. Made it. If this would have been in Memphis, I would have. I would have not left my hotel. No. See, that's I, what I was thinking. I was thinking of like. I was thinking of like this being like Memphis or something, you know, and that's kind of where my mind was. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel, uh, you know, uh, you don't go out in Memphis at nighttime. No. Uh, you don't even go in daytime, dude. You don't even walk. <laughs> Some parts of Memphis you don't. I mean, you really don't, dude. Like, you just stay away from Memphis. Like, you just drive through there. That's it. You just drive Bill Street, Memphis. if you stay on Bill, like if you're yeah. touring and you want to check out Memphis – if you go to Bill Street, it's not so bad. Bill Street is really good. If you get off of Bill, you fucked up. Yeah, you definitely did. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. But but you know, Chicago was fun, dude. And then, uh, but honestly, dude, but I hang on. Say- Before we move on, I want to tell this last part of the story. Oh, that's here. Because there's still there's still plenty of Chicago talk here. Before we move on and change topics, we, you remember? So we get to the hotel. And we both check our phones and we have text messages from Mason telling us how close he is because he's still unaware of anything going (laughs) on. And so we're like, do we tell him or do we let it be a surprise? And I made the call. It was my call. It was a dickhead call, but it was my call nonetheless to let it be a surprise. And I said, bro, I just don't think it's going to happen tonight. Uh, let's, Let's meet up tomorrow instead. And he goes, why? What's going on? I went, you'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and then poor guy got stuck in all of it. He was in the middle of it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm glad I got there when I did uh, before it hit because, I mean, that was just, I've never seen anything like it. But, I mean, it was cool, though. It was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. You know, knowing, looking at it now, you know what I mean? It was definitely a sight to see and. That's pretty cool seeing that celebration happen because you don't see that here in Mississippi, at least, you know? No. Becky said uh, that this is how we look to other countries on the 4th of July. And, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so you made it back to your hotel, and then the next morning I had an adventure on my own getting to you because you offered me free breakfast at your hotel. And so who's going to pay for breakfast when you can go to your buddy's hotel and get it for free? But not that, me. It, it's not just any breakfast, dude. It was just the Skyline breakfast that it was. <clears throat> that, that, I, see, I didn't know about that. All I, all I heard was free food and I was in. And 
So to get there, now I took public transport, and it's funny because your wife called me out on something here in a minute. She's gonna make a, <laughs> she's gonna make a cameo in this story. So I get on. There's to get to Rick's hotel. There's a three stop plan. I've got to get on the subway, take it to the bus stop, get to the bus stop, take the bus. To, well, no, two stops. Take the bus to the hotel. We're done. So I get to, I take the subway, nothing happens, all boring. I get to the bus stop and I'm like, wait a minute, the bus ain't here. And I'm standing there waiting on a bus to show up and I go, what's going the fuck up? Then I realize, oh, I'm at the wrong bus stop. Right across the street, right in front of me is my bus. So I have to go around so I can take the crosswalk to get to the bus stop. By the time the crosswalk let me over, the bus was gone just as I was getting to the bus stop, the bus drove off. So I was like, ah, fuck. So I looked on uh, Google Maps, <clears throat> and it was a 15-minute walk from um, the bus stop to your hotel. Or I could wait 45 minutes to the, for the next bus to come around to take me there. So I went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to walk. How bad could it be? Well, <laughs> at first, it's just Chicago City I'm walking through. Everything looks good. And then um, I start to see less and less people around as I'm doing this walk. The buildings start to look more and more run down. And then I come across uh, one of those tunnel-like bridges. And I'm looking down that tunnel, realizing I've got to walk straight through this. And, uh, I see one person in there kind of lingering around. And so I go, fuck it, free breakfast. And I get on Facebook live with no explanation, no talking, no nothing. And I start broadcasting my walking through here. And, uh, while I'm on there and cause it took a, a couple of minutes to get through this this creepy ass tunnel. Uh, while I'm walking through there, uh, I see Ashley's watching and, uh, she's like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I'm like, nothing, just walking. And then she's like, okay. And she's like, question mark, expecting me to say or do something. And so I get through, I turn it off. It's all good. We're, and now on the other side of that, we're back to decent looking city. So I continue my hike and I get back to the hotel and I've got a, another message from Ashley and it says, were you just broadcasting in case you got mugged? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> uh, me and Mason were laughing so hard about that too, because he was saying the same. <laughs> well, what else was I going to do? I mean, because Mason was watching it too, man. Like, and I watched the video. I'm looking, I saw Ashley's comment. I'm like, huh? pretty smart doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so i get to the hotel rick lets me in we go upstairs we get a very delicious breakfast and we go out to the balcony to eat outside because it was warm outside at the time and the view of the chicago skyline and the the water and everything is just fucking beautiful like that was the most beautiful scenery i'd seen since I had been there. Dude, that, that's what made that hotel awesome, man. Because, like, when I wasn't in my room or, like, out with you, dude, I, I, I went up to that roof every time, dude, just to chill. 
Like if I knew, you know, just to go outside for anything, you know, I'd go to that roof, dude, and just chill. It was just those chairs were relaxing. It was just nice. It was a beautiful area, though. Just looking at the skyline and hearing the faint city ambiance in the background and the water. And since it was far enough, you could still hear the the birds and things like that over the water. And yeah, that was a very uh, a beautiful place. Well, uh, so like, dude, that, that Chicago trip, dude, that was it was it was fun, dude. That was probably like that night that night right there was just an adventurous, fun filled night for me, man. That was probably that was worth going to Chicago just to oh just yeah to hang out, man. That was awesome, like. I loved it, dude. Uh, now I wouldn't live in those Chicago by no means. Oh, I would no. Never, <laughs> no, I would never live there ever. But, no. <laughs> but you know, like after too Chicago, easy to end up as one of those guys with a sign. <laughs> well, a couple weeks later, dude. Like after Chicago, um, you know, I went to uh, I, I, me and Matt Kennedy, um, friend of the show, by the way. Um, oh yeah. I took him with me to uh, go. See one of your favorite artists, uh, MGK. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, I know, yeah. By the way, Matt's been on this show before, and yes. one of the the I think the Dwayne episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the, and he was in some of the early episodes too. You know, like uh, the well, a lot, yeah, all the, uh, pretty much most of the Dwayne episodes he was in. Or <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like uh, but yeah, dude, me and him. Uh, I had an extra ticket, and uh, I'm I don't like going places alone, uh, so. You know, it was like October first, and uh, we were we rode up to Rogers, Arkansas, dude. And uh, I tell you what, man, I've never been to a concert like that in my life because you know all the concerts I've been to was just like, you know, like older bands, you know, like eighties, seventies, you know, bands like that, you know. Yeah, uh, classic rock. Yeah, but man, this the show right here, dude, was like, uh, I mean, I've never just went to like, uh, I never went to see an artist that was just a relevant artist for today's time. You know what I mean? Or like a, a today's kind of hit artist. You know what I mean? Um, but going there, dude, it was like, it was pretty wild, man. It's like, uh, it's kind of like, reminded me of that Hanson concert that I went to with the, <laughs> we go from MGK to Hanson, but yeah. Uh, uh, and I was with, with Matt Kennedy at that one too, but like, it was like, at, at Hanson, dude, it was like, there wasn't a whole lot of fellas there, dude. It was like me and Matt and, just nothing but chicks at this show. But then you go to this MGK concert, it had kind of had that same vibe too, you know, but it was just like a whole different level, dude. It was just like people were like, these chicks were like super fans, dude. I mean, like crazy fans, like these signs, this, the whole energy of that crowd, dude, insane. What's how different would you say the energy? Were you in the pit? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was front, I guess for real. Okay, how different would you say it was versus being at Guns N' Roses? Uh, it was, uh, okay, so at this show, if I got thirsty, so, you know, we, we were bitching about the festivals, about not having water and all that, or being having concessions. Well, dude, at this show, if I got thirsty, they had to be water, like free water in the front. Like, they were giving us, they, they had like ton, hundreds and hundreds of bottles oh, of water. Oh, wow. They got their shit together. Wow. Yeah. They, they were giving fans, dude. It was like, wow, okay, this is pretty nice. And then uh, the interaction, like, okay, so, like, when you go see like Guns N' Roses, there's not a whole lot of uh, crowd interaction. You know what I mean? There might be like an off comment here and there, you know, actually might say to someone, you know, or might say, you know, tell a little, try to 
trying to tell a joke or something, you know, but that would be it. You know, it's mostly let's get down to business. Let's sing a song. You know what I mean? But like, but yeah. this show right here is, it was a bit different. I would say this was definitely a lot more fan friendly as far as that goes, because like, uh, uh, machine gun would get off the stage. He would come down and he would like actually pull people up on stage, uh, duet songs with them if he sees children in the crowd he would pull them up on stage and you know he would just kind of uh he would get he would give everybody like a experience that you normally wouldn't get at a show because i can tell you this much i've been to probably over 500 concerts and this is probably like the most personal i've seen an artist get with the get with the crowd you know what i mean to feel like they're a part of the show so that was something that i was not used to seeing you know because when you go see some of these classic art classic rock bands and all that They've been doing these for they've been doing this for decades, and it's just like it's just a job, you know. Let's give it. It feels like there's a disdain almost for the people in the audience when you go see some of these bands, especially GNR. And I'm not just shitting on them because I'm on your show. I would have said this <laughs> in, any other time. Like I, as much as I love the music, sometimes it feels like GNR just has a disdain for their fan for their yeah. fans. Yeah. It, I guess that's kind of what it is, man, because it's just like, I, I guess in that. Give not us your money and get the fuck away from us. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just no no appreciation for the fans. You know, it's like, no, it felt like GNR don't really appreciate the fan base, I guess. You know, it's just, I don't know, but like at this show right here, it was a lot different. It just felt like, dude, I've got so many videos to do. Just comes dry in front of us. He's thinking, shaking everybody's hand constantly to getting in the crowd, even going all the way in the very back, you know what I mean? So everybody can have like, have like kind of like a, a front row type of experience. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, that right there was, was really cool. The stage show was really cool. Uh, dude, so many people are throwing joints on stage. It was, Twicks? No, joints on stage. Oh. I've never seen that many. Throw, like, dude, there was like a ton. I was like, wow. If I'm ever a famous singer, I want my fans to throw Twix candy on the stage. That would be... They, they could throw that too on stage. I, I would tell <laughs> Leave me yoo-hoos scattered oh. throughout the front. <laughs> dude, that's like... That, that's, that, that, yoo-hoos are my favorite Michael Graves story. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> Dude. Did it. you uh did you get to meet him or anything? No, dude, which uh we got but we were right there, shake hands and dude, and it was you know, I'm not trying to hang out after a show for hours, you know, and dude and and not anymore. Me, well <laughs> I, if you would have been at the show, dude, you would have been like, Wow, this is a uh you know, there is a uh, lot of like it would have been it would have kind of felt weird sitting out there waiting, you know, or uh, to meet this artist, you know what I mean? When it's just like all of these like freaking girls holding up these signs like F me, dude. You know, like, I mean, it's just they, those were the signs that they were holding up, dude. It was really bizarre. I've never seen I've never been to a show like that, man, where it's just like, like I mean, like that dude, like, chicks were like going insane. Like, I can see being a single man at that concert knowing there's a pretty good prize for third place. So, <laughs> Dude, I'm t- well, that, that, I would definitely say, you know, if you're a single man, go to that show, man. You... <laughs> It's pretty wild, man. It's uh, I admit, but it was uh, I, I'm definitely going to go again. It was it was a, definitely a fun show. I know that you don't really like the the music and all that, man. But as far as the show goes, dude, uh, it was it was spectacular. It's it's, spectacular. it's it's a little surprising to hear about the interaction that he had Machine Gun Kelly has with the fans. 
Because to me, when I've always seen... The reason I don't like Machine Gun Kelly is not just because I don't like his music. I mean, I don't. I don't like Post Malone's music, but I love Post Malone. Um, is that when I saw him on, like, for example, Hot Ones or any of the interviews he does, he seems like a, a fucking douchebag. Or a tool. He seems like... He, a tool, I think, is probably the best. Or, or a douchebag. He just always come across as a douchebag to me. Oh, there's things about him that bother the heck out of me. Like, I hate that whole... Um, I guess the whole, like, paint scene, like the nail painting stuff. And, uh, I, like, it's just, you know, I don't, I don't like all the gimmick stuff that he does, you know what I mean, to uh, fit in with that kind of crowd, you know what I mean, that he's trying to appeal to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that will probably be the only thing that my biggest thing I don't like with him, you know. But as far as, like, uh, as a person, a human being goes, you know what I mean, like at the show, his interactions, dude, like talking and, and the gratefulness, you know what I mean? Like it was like uh, so many times over and over again, he was like, you know, talking about, you know, like he would, he played little rock, you know, 10 years ago and there would only be less than a hundred people there. And he was serious. It was like talking about how grateful he is, you know, that 10,000 people's here to see, you know, and all that, you know, just, it wasn't nothing like, wasn't no flaunting, no shit talking or nothing like that. You know, it wasn't really no drama. It's just like, you know, thanking everybody over and over again, coming out into the crowd, you know, like, giving it people giving people the microphone you know have just it was just a, it was a good time it was fun it was just pure fun that's well, i'm glad to hear that you had a good time you know and it wasn't really no like and i can tell you this much so you know when you go to a show they so all right say for example like a gun show what what is your piss break what, what is your piss break for that show heaven's door live and let die uh i walked out uh, all together when we went to Chicago during Wichita Line, man. That's where I called it and went home. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, Wichita Line. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, this show, dude, there was no really, like, uh, there was no, not really a down moment or a boring moment or a, or a moment where he just runs off the stage and stays backstage for five minutes while the other guys are trying to keep the crowd occupied for a minute <laughs> while, <laughs> while, while he's getting some oxygen. You know, it's nothing like that. You know, it was, uh, it was just all, it was just, a good time, man. It was just fun. Like it's kind of like a. It reminded me of like kind of like a Sum Forty One when I go to their shows. Mm-hmm. It, it's just that you you see Sum Forty One at Louder to Life. The energy there is spectacular. You know, what I mean, they're they they really get into the they really get into the show, and that's that's kind of what I would put like um, MGK at. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of like that a little bit, but uh, a little bit more personable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it was weird seeing an artist so personable with a crowd of that size. You know what I mean? Now, if it was a small club, 200 people in there, yeah, you're going to have to get personable with the crowd. You know what I mean? You don't have that big of a fan base to – Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But here, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of felt like he just – he did more than he had to do. You know what I mean? You know, he just kind of went over and beyond for a lot of the people in the crowd, uh, which was really cool. And, uh, you know, and you could tell, like, you know, there was definitely, like uh, – some of, the, some of these hardcore fans there that go to like all the shows and all that, you know, and I know when we were in line waiting, uh, I know that some of those people got brought in early to go hang out and all that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, and I'm thinking like, man, that wouldn't happen at no GNR show ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when's the last time I asked, like, hey, let's bring all these people that's been to like 15, 16 shows. Let's bring them in. Let's hang out with them and let them watch some sound check. That oh, would yeah. never happen. That would never happen. You never. know what I mean? Like, 
ever. So, and, you know, it was a different, it was just a different experience. And it kind of opens up a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so used to just seeing this band doing it this way, you know? So it's kind of cool seeing a different show, you know what I mean? From, yeah, from a different genre altogether in a different yeah. age, you know? Like, even the Kiss, though, as great as I feel like Kiss is, there, there wouldn't be none of that there. There's no, not it, a lot of, there's not any unscripted fan interaction at Kiss. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's that. I guess that's the best way to put it. Today, you know, when we go see classic rock artists, it's it's a script. You know, it's all scripted. You know, what I mean, everything is scripted yeah. down to the T. You know what I mean? Uh, but if I'm going to see Kiss, I expect that and I want yeah. that. Like, if you go see Kiss in Cleveland and then you see him the next night, everything Paul Stanley says, the only thing that changes is the city and the script. Yep, that's that is it, dude. Like, and, and even Gene probably does does the exact same things every time. You know. He, yeah. he goes, yeah, yeah. He does that. To <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same. It's the same show every time. But I love it though. Uh, and uh, you know, and and with Kiss though, man, like the show's so spectacular. You know, what I mean, it's you know, it's okay. Paul's voice is, you know, not up to par where it was in the seventies. You know, but I don't care that he's lip syncs. I'm just gonna say I don't give a fuck if he lip syncs. You know, honestly, I, I'm just out, you're there for the good time, dude. And that's all it is. It's 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 the show, dude. It, and Kiss, they talk they talk about it. that's what they want to put on this spectacular show, and that's what they do. And it's so cool seeing like a lot of these artists kind of adapt to that these days. You know, what I mean, like a lot of artists do like what Kiss did back in the '70s and all that. You know, with wanting to create this epic stage show, a lot of mm-hmm. artists didn't do that back then. You know what I mean? You had Alice Cooper. You know, that was kind of epic for that time. You know, but oh yeah, but now, I love Alice Cooper. But now though, man, it's just like you see Pyro is like a must at shows now. Uh, there was so oh, much yeah. Pyro at this show, dude. I was like, wow, like it was like insane. <laughs> One of the things, uh, speaking of Alice Cooper, uh, Nina Strauss, Strauss, I don't know, the hot chick that plays guitar for Alice Cooper. Uh, Nikki uh, Six said, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, she's got her own solo album coming out. She just released a solo song with uh, Damien, dude from Disturbed. I can't remember his last name. Draymond, I think. Uh, the singer? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know his name. I just know he's the dude from the server. Yeah, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, really good. I would recommend checking it out after the show if you guys haven't yet. What other bands? Let's. Uh, what other bands you think you and me would enjoy going to together? Because I ain't going to Machine Gun Kelly. I'm going there. Dude, I, dude, if I get you a ticket, will you go with me? <laughs> I don't just, like all. It all sounds the same to me. Like, all right, all right. Well, let me just say this. Okay, I remember back in like 2010 and 11. Me and you, we worked together, and you talked so much crap, and you gave me so much crap, kind of like you do now with MGK, you know, like no, no, oh, no, nothing no, like no, 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 we don't, no, Chinese Marks, no, dude, oh, they suck, dude, like, they suck. And I'm like, dude, come, come with me to the show, and then let me just change your mind, man. And then look at you now, man. You have this freaking awesome radio show <laughs> that's dedicated to this band that you did not want to go see at first. <laughs> now, you know, most of that was me fucking with you because we were friends. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was just picking at you, though. But, you know, like, I, I, when Sum 41 goes on tour, that's the band that that's one I'm definitely circling. I'm going to go see, and I want you to see it with me. Hey, we'll bring Matt I'll go to- see some 41 with you. I, I, we'll have to find a, a location that works for best of it, both of us because I'll of go, I'll go to time. 
I'll go to St. Louis. It don't matter. I'll go to. I'll, I'll well, if you come there. here, then you don't have to fuck with getting a hotel. You can stay at my place, and then I'll bring you back. And yeah, yes, you do. Yeah, man. Like, I, and I would. Uh, Sub Forty One is definitely one of these bands that I will. I never get tired of seeing, dude. And that's kind of a like I said. That's the same vibes I got at the MGK show, you know. Like, and I know yeah, I'll probably get Sub Forty One again. I, I'll probably get a lot of hate for that one, but you know, like, just uh, like if I if he goes on tour again, dude, and and it's not far from you, dude. And I and I managed to get an extra ticket. You gonna come? Ah, uh, it'll it, it it'll depend on where it's at and if I can make it. I, okay. I, I'm not gonna don't go buy an extra one with the antenna of me coming or anything like that. Don't. Oh, I don't you heard it. Nothing agreed to go see MGK with me. Thank you. But <laughs> as long as I can make it work, both financially and uh, logistically. If I can make that work, I will go. But I, I don't know because, like, I don't know when it is, what my schedule looks like at that time because I don't know when it is. All right, guys. So now, speaking of going, now, I think that oh, this, God. Is a, this is a good segue into, uh, I don't know, this is probably my favorite part of the show, though. But, Dustin, uh, have you bought you anything uh, nice recently? Like, let's say, has there been a good sell on anything in particular lately that you have, that you have purchased that – you are very proud of. Like, is this some like is there something that you purchased that wow I am fucking glad I got this. Yeah, man. I've been looking to get a new TV for a while and I saw a Black Friday deal uh for a television that was about not as big as I wanted, but big enough, so I, I purchased that. What's your Uh so you did buy what what luxury item did you get? I know what you want me to say. Well, <laughs> Should I so, not? <laughs> so like, oh, uh, all right. So like, uh, I don't know what the deal was, but there's apparently like stores are doing Black Friday sales before Black Friday even gets here. Yeah, and uh, you know, which is fine by me because I don't want to spend Thanksgiving trying to get stuff that you know, I refuse. <laughs> and uh, so what was pretty cool though is like I'm there was Walmart at, and there was this uh, what was a bidet? I believe that's what it's called. A bidet, yeah. A bidet, yeah. So I uh, I'm like. Oh my god, I need one of these because I remember a year ago we uh, a lot of Americans <laughs> went through uh, a tough time with this toilet paper shortage, and I tell myself never again, <laughs> never again. So that's why I'm like uh, I got one of these things, and I'm, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna pause real quick. Everybody that's listening, be sure to tune into Shotcast Saturday this week on Guns and Radio. Okay. Well, what, what happened Saturday? Nothing. I, I nothing. Oh boy! What, what? What? It's already been taped and it's in the can. But go ahead, go ahead with your story. I got. Oh my god, dude! I gotta hear this now. But yeah, so like, I I bought this. I bought this. Uh, uh Asquirt, and it was a. Uh, Asquirt. You know what? And I, and I'm happy to say, dude, that was probably the best investment I have ever made, dude. Like, it, I every- get, I get this text message. From Rick. Let me see if I can find it real quick because I've got pending ones. I don't want people to see that I, uh, so I don't have to reply to. But let me see. Let me find it here. Just looking. Okay, here we go. It's right after we talked about the football game. No, 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 no. It's about that. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So Rick sends me a picture of his bidet. And he goes, these are legit. <laughs> and, oh, but what happened after you, I sent you that? 
I said, uh, dude, I want one. <laughs> I've been <laughs> wanting a bidet for years. But they always cost like $60, $70. I've been watching this particular one uh, for a while. And then Rick's like, dude, they got them at Walmart online right now for $25. And um, at that exact moment, I closed out the Messenger app. I opened up the Walmart app, and I bought the bidet <laughs> and the TV <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you say this was a life-changing purchase for you? Like, uh, like would you ever go back to uh, the old way of doing it? Man, okay, so the other day I was at work, and I couldn't hold it in. It was that post-lunch dookie, and... <laughs> I I was so mad that like I couldn't hold this in and I had to wipe my own ass again like some peasant. Uh, <laughs> I was upset about this. Yeah, dude, it's just that once you uh once you have that man, you're like, dude, I I, I don't even want to. I have to be at home for now on, dude. I don't know. Once want- once you do it the first time and you break that. Um, you break that cherry of uncertainty that goes along with that first time. Because even after I got it, I was like, I'll probably use the ball washer uh, feature more than I'll use the... We didn't even talk about that yet, the ball washer. <laughs> and so, once and the first time is a little awkward because you're figuring out what you got to do and how you got to wiggle and everything else. But it's right on the money, though, right? It's, like, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. I do kind of have to adjust a little bit and, and, and find the stream. But, yeah, it don't, it don't do what people think it does. It don't shoot up through your sphincter and into your guts. Like, you're not going to be spitting out water or anything like that. I but, but like after you, after you uh, after the first, I would say it took me about three times to get my technique down just right to where uh, to where the toilet paper was coming out clean on the uh, on the dry on the dry on on the the wiping up process. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I couldn't imagine not having this now. I think I'm gonna buy another one before uh, uh, before the sale ends. Just so yep. I have one in case it breaks or something. You got 13 hours, bro. No, no, actually, I got 13. You got 11 hours now. My bad. Oh, um, uh, well, I don't get paid till tomorrow, so it ain't happening. But I might buy another one at retail yeah. just to have in the basement in case something happens. Yeah, dude, I had a. I, I got one at each of my bathrooms, dude, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> See, Becky hates it. She hates the notion. She won't let me put it in the bathroom in the bedroom. Oh, she don't like it? No, she won't. She refuses to try it. That's crazy, dude. Because you figure it'll be like you figure the women will be the one like, yeah, we need that. But then the guys will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I know. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing squirting me right there, boy. Ain't nothing squirting. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, man. Once you realize what's up, you're gonna be like, man, because it makes a lot of sense. Because like, if I got some, if I got some boo boo on my face, would I be content? Or even on, let's go less dramatic. If I got a little boo boo on my hand. Am I going to be content to just wipe it off with a paper towel and go about my day? That's yep, that's true. That is so true, man. Like you've got to, I don't know. Like, you, did you see what it said on the box? 
Ten times cleaner. I believe it. I believe it. Because see, I'm a guy that uses a lot of toilet paper. Like I, I, I get. I would use at least a quarter of a roll per session. Because I wipe the boo boo till there's no more poo poo, and then I wipe again just to be sure. And I usually have about three flushes after I've pooed to uh, just take down all the toilet paper without clogging my commode. Because I use a lot of TP because I don't like the booty itch that comes along with it. And now I'd say I have reduced my toilet paper use by at least 80%. Yeah, it is awesome, man. And it is. I would definitely recommend that product to everyone. And and you, that one of the greatest features of it was the ball washer, right? <laughs> yeah, the ball washer. I do use that because, oh man. So I get a text while I'm waiting on mine to come in because Rick, you got yours before. You showed me yours. <laughs> I showed them mine. And <laughs> that got me to uh, to buy it. But yours had already come in long before. Well, not long before, but it felt like an eternity waiting on this thing. Um, and wow. then I get a text at work. at five, No, I wasn't. I wasn't on work. It was at 5.17 p.m. on November 8th. I get a picture of the controller on the side of it. And Rick's so excited in this text. You can hear the excitement in his voice if you know Rick. Bro, it has a ball washer. <laughs> and it took me about an hour to reply because I think, I think I was working or something. Something was happening. But when I saw that message, I replied. And I said, uh, you see, Richard, you and I are important men. Yes. <laughs> and important men deserve clean balls. Amen. And then I had a little mini panic attack because I went, oh, fuck, is this thing going to have to plug in? Because if it has to plug into something in my bathroom, I'm fucked. And you never answered the question when I said, is it electric? <laughs> and so I was like, shit, it, it, it's, it's, it's thing's going to be electric. And then I started planning on how I was going to run a power line from the bedroom. I, 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 this was not stopping this. Like I was, it was just going to have to, there was just going to have to be a plan B for how I was going to get electric electricity to go to it. But thank God it was not electric. And, uh, and, uh, installation was a bitch. I'll say that like getting it installed was a pain in the ass. Well, see the first one it was, but then the second one, man, I was a pro. Man, I, I didn't yeah. have a problem. The second one, Getting, I think the worst part is getting the 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 things that line up with the holes on your toilet seat lined up because they don't turn like in the instruction manual. Like just simply turn the dial and it'll move, and it don't move like that. You have to pop it out and move it. Well, yeah, I figured that out. Like it ain't gonna spin in there. So when I figured out how to get that on, and I came out of the bathroom sweating. Like, cause also there's our bathroom is small and I'm a large man. So I had to, so I had to get up under and get in an awkward position to screw the water back. And then it kept leaking. And I thought, God damn it. What am I going to do about this leak? My answer was, I'm going to put a bucket down here until I can get some, <laughs> sorry, come up here and tighten these up. But then I, I fixed it. I fixed it unexpectedly and, uh, I got the leak to stop. Dude. Did you use the tape that came with it, the plumbing tape? It didn't come with any fucking plumbing tape. 
All right, so it came with this little white thing, all right? And it, it's just this little white plastic thing, okay? And it's just Wait. like a... Hang on a fucking minute. You better not be telling me all this time. <laughs> all this time, that's what this was? Oh, hell no. Pop it open. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuck! All this time, I, I and I was thinking like it needs some plumbing tape. Why do I not have any fucking plumbing tape with this? No, I didn't use it, and I didn't need it. It's not leaking now, so I'm yeah. not going to go and take it apart. I honestly, I didn't need it for mine either, dude. Because like I saw it, and then I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna try it without it and see if it leaks. And it's like it didn't leak. It didn't. It hasn't even started leaking yet. I saw this and I was like, what is this? I didn't never occur to me to push it yeah. out. And <laughs> and then I never could figure out what does this go to? And then I would put my finger in it, see, and it spins. And I well, this has got to be an important piece. And I did spend at least 10, 15 minutes going through the instruction manual. And it never tells me what this piece is. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's one of those things for like a toilet that if my toilet had a certain thing on it, I would know it. And I would put this in there for something. And I'm sure it's there for somebody's toilet that's not mine. But now I have learned as we're doing this podcast that all I had to do was push it the fuck out and there's plumber's tape. I would have used it had I known it was there because I was thinking I need some. But God damn it. I cannot believe after all of that. (laughs) That that's what that was. Hey, did you scratch your little lottery card that came in it? Yeah. What'd yeah. you win? Same thing you did. What was it? I don't know. <laughs> they're all the same. Like, it doesn't no, make sense to have a losing card in there. No, they are, they're not all the same, dude. Like, one of them I got $15 off, and then my other one I got $2 off. Okay, what am I going to do? What do I need further? All right. What? If you go to the website... They've got a they've got a whole line of uh, accessories for the, for your uh... for my bidet. <laughs> yes. They what got a accessories whole... do they get? They got a blow dryer. No, they got a water filter that you can attach to it. Oh, really? They do. I swear. Because I care of the of the acidity of the water hitting my asshole. Look, man, I, I I've become a bit of a, a toilet snob, but I don't need I don't require it to be fucking Dasani water. Coming through. I don't require Aquafina exclusively touching my bottom while I'm getting sprayed. My water. This ain't Flint, Michigan. I don't need the goddamn water filter. I guess that's one reason why they offered the water filters because of that Michigan thing. You know what? If it was, if I was in Flint, Michigan, and the water was that bad, yeah, I probably wouldn't want it touching my asshole either. But. I mean, I can see like a butt warmer, like maybe like some, or, or a blow dryer or something to dry it off when we're done. No, but they got like an electric one, an electric version that's like four hundred dollars too on there. Yeah, hard pass. And then they got a they got a special toilet seat for uh for your existing one that's like fifty bucks that makes it a uh, uh made for it or whatever you know. So I mean, they got a whole different line of things. Go to the website, check it out, man. You might be like, huh, I can use that. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, this looks nice. Uh, you know, it's funny. We, we've spent 10 minutes now talking about doo-dooing on the show. Yeah. 
and how much better our doo-dooing experience has become. So what is your, see, this is my method now. I go in and I start with what I call the lube spray, where I, before I begin to boo-boo, I give it just a little, <laughs> just to kind of help things, you know, you know, slide a little better. And and then when I'm done, see, I thought it was going to be a pss, 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 and you're done. Turns out that's not the case. Like you have to sit on it for a couple, for a, 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 a good minute or two. You just sit there like, huh, let's watch a funny video. Yeah, while it does its thing. Yeah. Voila. I learned that. Give it the old wiggle a couple of times and make sure it's getting in all the crevices, you know. And... So like, so here's my theory. Okay, so I think the ball washer is for um, when you got a splasher and then you're like... <laughs> The ball washer is not a ball washer. It's there for feminine use. I know. I know that. <laughs> we're not that damn naive. I don't want people thinking we're just completely stupid when it comes to, to this sort of thing. Like, I did learn, I have learned things about women that I didn't know previously uh, through the fact that you're a married man. <laughs> and I don't think we're going to tell any of those stories on the show. <laughs> The ball washer, bro. <laughs> uh, well, that's all it is in my house because my girlfriend refuses to use it. So, yeah, dude, I might edit mine. I might like fix it where like I put a decal on it and have it just say, "I want it to say ball washer." That's all I wanted to say on mine. Is ball just washer. put like a little graphic of just two circles together, like this right here. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like the little, infinity symbol. <laughs> throw, throw a little string on. Throw the kind of little lines on for to represent a little bit of hair, you know. Just, <laughs> What did what did your wife say when when you told her that you were making this purchase? Why do you want that? Why? Like I was kind of like why at first, and I'm just like, okay, well maybe I'm the minority here, okay? But <laughs> I think this is possibly one of the greatest inventions made. In yes, my life. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the greatest uh, things I've ever seen made in modern times. You know, what I mean, it's revolutionary. Is I don't know why more people don't get behind this. You know what I mean? But I like, don't. I don't get it either. Because I think what it is is um, at least around here. Whenever like I mention it, you know, I hear like, "Oh, that's gay," or you know, you know, people are just not comfortable with having water squirt them. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, bro. I, I'm like, uh, I'm. It's clean, bro. It's clean. <laughs> so, so is she on board now? Yeah. We won't call her in and ask her. Let's have her. No, be- she, 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 <laughs> you know, like, I've tried to get her on the show before. And she won't talk about. She won't talk about things that like are acceptable to talk about. I damn sure don't think she's going to come on and talk about this. Uh, Walter White said no. That is a no. But it was so funny because I did not ex- when I sent you that I did not expect you to be like, yes, you know what I mean. Like it's usually like, why? Like if I'm- you if you hadn't included the twenty five dollar thing, I don't know what my response would have been. It still would have been yeah. I've been wanting one of those for a while, but see, I've been waiting on them to dip because I felt I felt like they were peaking because of the toilet paper shortage. And I expected it to go down a little bit, and then it never went down to what I thought it would go down to. So I've just been kind of watching that particular product for a while. And then when you said they were twenty five dollars, I was sold. I'll buy one. 
for $25. I'll buy one at retail price now. Because Yeah, like if I'm broke right now, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm whatever it is, I'm buying it because I gotta get this replaced. I cannot live without this now. Yeah. This is a life necessity now. You this is a must have. And if you're listening to the show and you're on the edge about you're not sure you're gonna be comfortable <laughs> with having your rear end squirted, bro. Trust me, you'll it'll never be the same again. Now you okay? So what's your technique? I've told mine. Now you tell yours. Since we're on this subject, if anybody's still listening, bro, you just you just go to the bathroom. Like I don't do this. Uh, I don't do this pre lubing or nothing like that. You know, I just I, <laughs> I keep everything. You know, I don't change my routine up too much. You know what I mean? The only thing that changes is just the ending. You know what I mean? You're like. <laughs> You know, instead of grabbing the toilet paper, you just like just turn the knob. You just sit there. All right, you got like okay. <laughs> the stream is kind of strong. I don't know. Like I don't. I gotta put. I gotta leave it on low because too high is like that feels like man, kind of hurts. But let's put it on low. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. I kind of. It feels like it might be good now. And then you check. You're like, all right, done. Flush. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> <Real> like. <laughs> well, I tell you, man, this, this show right here, dude. This is the funniest one, man. I don't know. Like, we did an in-depth review of this hub. <laughs> the Lux Bidet. Is that what it's called? The Lux? It's, uh, it's Lux something, man. It, Hang on. I'm trying to find where you sent me the L-U-X-E Bidet. If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, please. That, that would be probably the greatest sponsor. I, I would be like, <laughs> yes, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> we way. would have an hour. Like, our show would go, Would go. it would be a 15-minute show with a 90-minute weekly <laughs> review <laughs> of the one sponsor. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, um. Dude, that, that, this has probably been one of my favorite episodes, bro. <laughs> it has been. We haven't had... It's not your typical episode of Band where we just talk about one topic in debt. We spent a lot of time catching up, mainly catching up with the audience because you and I, even though you haven't been on the show, we, we've been in communication. Yeah, dude, it's just, uh, you know, like, it's this time of year, dude. It's just like balls to the wall, dude. You're just, you're working nonstop. You're... Uh, Getting ready for the holidays. You're getting uh, making sure these children are taken care of, dude. Just, I mean, it's a lot yeah. going on. So, like, I told my wife, I'm like, I got to, I got to set aside a, a few. Uh, I got to set aside an hour or so to, to record virtual, man, because it's and been a minute. Here we are on our second hour of us because we talked about a half hour beforehand. But, uh, but yeah, I'm about to have to get. I'm about to have to wrap yeah, it so up. Let's man. go ahead and wrap it up. We'll go ahead and say thank you for checking out the season two finale of. Bam! And we will be back for season three in 2023. And uh, that's really all we know right now. We'll figure out beforehand. We'll get together and we'll figure out what all we're going to talk about. Be sure to tune in to Shotcast Saturday this week if you've enjoyed this episode. Because I think there's a comment I'm going to make that you're going to love. And uh, <laughs> until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Rick Dunsford. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you again on a future episode of Band when uh, season three begins. Everybody, later, fuckers.